Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fan podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Karolina, and I'm the connection catalyst and manifestation mentor. Today on the show, we have Pearl Chichi, the intuitive health coach and mindset coach. Coach, <laughs> that's funny, mindset coach. <laughs> I love making mistakes at the beginning of the podcast. Intuitive health coach and mindset coach for coaches. Welcome to the show, Pearl. How are you doing? Hello. Oh my gosh. I'm doing amazing. I'm so happy to be here and so grateful to share whatever comes up and experience your best questions and just give value to the to your audience. So super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. I'm already in a super funny mood because making a mistake in speech when you start the podcast is like the funniest thing ever. But I hope that everyone uh, enjoys my mindset code. <laughs> you know, it happens to everyone and it shows that you're human. So I'm here for it. <laughs> me too and especially that when we make mistakes it's actually really cool to just laugh at it because like you know what else can you do it's like everyone makes mistakes and you can either just cry about it or you can laugh at it and i choose to laugh at it so yeah. um, you know just that's just how it goes that's how it goes amazing pearl so i'm so excited to uh, jump straight in and ask you first about the background why did you decide to be a coach and especially intuitive health coach uh, when did your journey with intuition start as well and how did it unfold for you that now you're on the mission to help other coaches? Yeah, great question. So this could be literally the whole podcast, but I'll try to do a Sparks Notes version for you guys. So I started out my journey as a dietitian. So I'm not sure where your audience is, but in where I'm from, I'm from Canada and dietitians are kind of like the health person, like we're registered. It's kind of like the doctor for nutrition, if that makes sense. So I went to school for six years, studied human nutrition um, and really got a really good understanding of nutrition and the diet and how to help people be really healthy. And I want to be in this field because while well, my true passion is dancing and it still is, and I want to be a dancer when I was younger, but society told me that dancing is not a real job I actually go get a real job and I was like well fine well I guess I'll just do something else and so what I was called to was health and nutrition because I've always been into fitness and I was younger I was always doing something active and my family I'm very grateful that we had a pretty healthy lifestyle my family so I noticed there was gaps I was like noticed that people like my friend group for example they wouldn't have as much energy as me or they would like always complain about their acne and their skin and that they were you know having really bad experiences with their health and I was like huh I'm like but I don't feel like that you know I was like but what is the, the missing gap and not only my friend group but my parents and my aunts and people just weren't healthy and I was like you know what let me help you with your health because you know at a young age I was like I, I'm a healthy person which I was but I was like I'm going to help people with their health and help them understand that so I went to school and I graduated and then I got a job right away. And you know, like after a year, I was conditioned to be like, yeah, this is it. I've made it. Like I've graduated and I have the nine to five that pays yeah. me barely. And like, whoa, this is, I'm a dietitian now, you know? And I was just like so proud that I was a dietitian. Um, and it was great, don't get me wrong, right? But it wasn't for me. Like this, this profession is incredible. There's so many amazing dietitians out there, but it wasn't for me. And I would go to work and I would feel so anxious, so depressed so like not motivated and I was like what what is happening like why do I feel like this and I just would go into work and every day and I'd come home feeling drained and exhausted and I was like this doesn't make sense like something is not lining up and so 
the, the environment of the hospital is very hard for me personally, for the person type person I am to work with people that weren't really there. Like they didn't care about their health. I mean, their nutrition, they wanted to get better. Like this is people that they just had heart attacks or they, you know, just really experienced something traumatic. And I'm, I'm coming to them. I'm like, Hey, how are you, how are you eating? Huh? Get enough protein? Like they're trying to like worry about the fact that they, they need to live. And so it just wasn't the type of people that I wanted to work with because they just weren't in the state that they were open to receiving advice for change or they were open to really focusing on their nutrition right now. So I just felt like I was useless. Like I was seeing all these patients, but not making any progress. And I wasn't sure if I was actually even helping them. And so I eventually started feeling so bad. And I was like, I need to leave this job. Right. And something else happened in the hospital. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to quit. So I quit and I quit like cold turkey had no plans no backup and I was like well what am I gonna do now and then COVID hit and I was like oh my god I was like no way I had no idea and I had no job I was like <laughs> freaking out and so I was like well let me look at what I can do with my nutrition knowledge and I was like okay I'll be a nutrition coach I was like coaching is a thing wow I had no idea coaching was a thing so I wanted to be a nutrition coach and so I googled a bunch of things and talked to other coaches and God just started doing the online things everything was online now because of COVID so I was like okay like how do I get started and this all evolved into like me attracting certain coaches attracting certain entrepreneurs um, starting my coaching practice and then yeah it's just really evolved and then over time people asked me to help them with their movement and so I became a personal trainer and I do group fitness and now I dance and now it's like this whole thing and then I realized like through my first few clients like we were doing more structured like meal plans and like I was counting their macros for them like the typical nutrition and fitness things you see and I was like this didn't feel good to me and I'm like I don't really feel like this is how we're supposed to eat and so I I personally started doing intuitive eating so I used to do like intermittent fasting and a couple other things, but didn't feel good to my body. So I'm like, let me just listen to my body and tune into what it wants to eat and what feels good to me. And so I started teaching people about that and that's evolved. And now I'm here. And so that's my story, long story short. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I already have a few questions based on the story that you shared, because like, that's a, that's a question between like what society and science tells you that is right for you to eat versus what you actually really intuitively feel like you need because like and you said you did intermittent fasting i've done fasting like for extended periods of time and i done uh, twice three weeks fast and i realized that when i was doing this fast i was like i actually just got access to to the energy like through my crown chakra the, i felt like after the three and a half days of dry fast, the first time when I did it, I literally got access to Reiki energy or, you know, prana or whatever you, you can call it. Uh, but I felt like my crown opened and literally the energy was coming into me throughout my whole body, like throughout my spine and my and my whole body. I was like, oh my God, I'm actually getting the the straight prana. Like I'm getting the divine energy. I don't actually need to eat. Um, and that was just a knowing that I've had inside. But then all the people tell me, oh, if you don't eat me, then you're liking this or that. Or, oh, if you don't do this, then. And I was just like, okay, I didn't eat for three weeks. Uh, I was on a water fast, but then I actually didn't eat for six months. I was on liquids uh, because it felt so great. I felt so much energy that I didn't even want to eat. And I felt like it's, it's actually amazing not to eat, but then it kind of defied, defied, is that how you say it? Um, it mm -hmm. was contradictory 
contradictory to all the things that I've learned at school or all the things that people were telling me, like, I need this, I need that. But I actually felt like through the meditation and through the breathing and through the uh, pranayama and just all these things, I was just getting enough energy for my body to feel amazing. And I've done the blood test and because, you know, my family was freaking out, like how how the hell you're not eating and whatever. I've done all kinds of stuff, right, to, to check if I'm actually healthy. And I was, I didn't really like anything. And so I'm just, you know, questioning because also I was, young it was a few years ago you know now I'm 30 years old um, so I know that it's like young body so it's different so you know people have different opinions about it but that makes me question like what is actually real when it comes to what is actually necessary for our body and what is not and how does the intuition play with this because for me at that time at least intuitively I didn't need food and I just didn't have it <laughs> for months you know because I felt like I don't need it to function and I actually feel great without it but then when you study oh, when you study science and when you study like you know how our body works and whatever you learn okay you need this amount of this this amount of fat this amount of whatever um and so I'm curious about your perspective on it because to me it's a lot about beliefs um, about what you believe really and then everything is like shaped based on what you believe is true because if you're going to believe that if you don't eat for three days you're going to die after the third day you're going to feel so shit that you're probably going to have to eat but because I had a very strong mindset like I don't need food I know that I am able not to eat and I've had you know seen people examples of people that uh, didn't eat and they were fine so I had a really very strong belief that like my body will function perfectly if I don't eat um was just first process was challenging but still so I'm curious to know like what is your take on it because like you are mixing both like the scientific and the you know proper let's say <laughs> or I don't know more collective approach to this versus like really feeling what your body needs and being in this like spirituality field where you know that all these teachers like Buddha Jesus or whoever else they were fasting and they actually just got more connected to the divine through this process so yeah I'm curious what you what you know what you want to share about this topic yeah wow there's a lot there and so there's so many things I can share um there's I like to kind of bridge the two right so of course there's the scientific part but it's always I always encourage people to practice discernment or to just be self-aware of like what is for you what is not for you and of course this might take some exploration this might take figuring out might take trial and error right so of course like scientifically there are we do need a certain amount of nutrients we do like if we never ate protein that's not good for our bodies like right we need to eat certain things we need to have vegetables and fruits and proteins and things like that right and so I share the knowledge like okay this is what we need to eat but how you get that is up to you so for example I'm very much I'm plant-based mostly plant-based but also intuitive so like most of the time my body I crave and want to eat more plant-based foods amazing but once a month my body's like maybe eat some chicken I'm like okay cool we want chicken like we'll eat some chicken and so that's for me though and so it's like okay what are we working for for you? And it takes, depending on where you are with your intuition, your body and your past habits and conditioning, it might take time to get to the, to the place where your body's like, you're able to build your relationship and build the trust between your body communicating with you and you acknowledging it. Most of the time, we just ignore our body cues. We ignore what our body's telling us. And so we break that trust. And so there's a process to really rebuild it and in that process it might be a little less clear what you do need to eat what you're craving your cravings are based on like your childhood like you know you're in this weird state right and so as we shift through that you get more clear it's like oh okay so pearl says that i need to get x amount of protein in okay like i want to eat meat i want to eat 
vegetable proteins or beans or like, hmm, how do I get that? Like what feels good to me? And then we're going to eat a bunch of food and you get to see what your body feels good, like what feels good for you. And you know, like people know almost instantly, like personally, I think I'm more tuned in, but you can know within half an hour or an hour at least how you, how you feel on that food. Your body will either feel energized and lighter, or you're going to feel like sluggish and groggy and tired. And you'll know like, okay, well I ate that and I feel like this. So that's probably not for me. And then we shift and we move. And so it's an experience, a learning thing. And I really think like there's value in both. There's like, okay, yes, we need X amount of protein based on your weight and X, Y, Z. But then it's like, okay, if you get that amount of protein, how do you feel on that protein? Do you need less? Do you need more? Different days look different, right? Did you work out more today? Do you like, and so it's about using that knowledge as a baseline, but then being intuitive with it and listening to the responses during the day of your body to really find out what works for you and knowing that this is going to change as you get older, as you grow, as you pivot, as things change in your life, that will change. And so always just bring it back to what your body's telling you, how you feel about it and being open to the shifts and the moves. I don't believe like people that are like, oh yeah, like I'm just going to never eat this again. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, no, you're open, you're allowed to, or it's like, I'm going to be plant-based or vegan forever. Like, yeah, you can, but also it's is that what your body's telling you or what you're telling yourself? What you mentioned about beliefs is so true. It's like, if you believe you're going to die after not eating for three days, you are. Like, your body's going to be like, oh my God, I need food right now. Like, you're telling yourself this narrative. And so, like, I've heard many people that fast for ex extended periods of time and they're fine. But of course, it's not like, like never eat for years. You, that's, not, that's not ideal. But it is like, if you want to go an extended period of time, and your intuition's like telling you, yeah, like keep going, like doing this for whatever intention you want to do or whatever your purpose is, that's totally fine for you. And then once your body's like, hey, eat food now, you go eat food now, right? And so it's kind of like the balance between that. And so, yeah, that's what I want to say for that. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing this perspective. I actually know a person who hasn't eaten for like three years. Um, and like, but she is a shaman as well. She's like super in the spirit world. And, and she was kind of like on the edge of human and spirit world. She, she could, you know, pick, pick any, but that also depends like how much do you want to be grounded and how much do you need maybe to be, in, let's say in the higher realms of consciousness, because I feel like food really grounds you. It brings you to earth because it's an earthy, um, energy, right? So, if you if you need like be more earthy like i have a um my best friend and ex-partner he actually was vegan for like i don't know 10 years or so and he's recently really felt like he needs more grounding and like fast and he started eating meat because he's like okay i need it now <laughs> right now yeah. and i know that meat will it's like an easy way to just get super like on earth right so like mm -hmm. everyone should as you said listen to their their own body but that's also like I'm questioning this kind of like needing this or that because I feel like if you have an intention that you will get the energy during meditation or like during uh, pranayama and so on, if you're gonna, let's say, okay, you're missing some like, I don't know, proteins or some uh, iron or whatever, right? If you intend that you're gonna just like inhale this energy, I'm just questioning. I'm not, I don't know if it's true or not, but I my belief is that you pretty much can like 
just charge yourself up with all kinds of energy just from the ether just when your body is is open enough and your channels are open enough and you're enough in tune with your body um you can pretty much get what you need just by meditation and so that was my experience anyway when you know i was even i didn't even know that i can function without food but it was six months where i literally just drank like one pineapple juice maybe one coffee maybe one cacao one tea and maybe one other juice per day and it was enough for me you know and i just like i had my sweet which was a cacao i had my you know like i just and everything was liquid it was not like a smoothie or like a cream soup or whatever everything was like liquid and i felt amazing and i was just meditating of course as well to just make sure that my body is you know full of energy but that's that's why i'm like questioning all this because i feel like science hasn't really come up to to check like okay this is the truth for just from the biological standpoint but then what is the truth if we take into account quantum physics if we take into account our ability to create our life and to build our body with different energy if we if we take into account our chakra system our our energy field our emotional mental physical but like all of that right because like i feel like the science or the nutrition industry now it has only the biological the physical body it, it takes into account but what about all the other bodies right what about our our other layers um, so yeah, I'm just, you know, putting it out there for people to question and just to uh, find their own truth because like, I don't want to put any beliefs into anyone's mind. But for me, as I've checked, it's all really about what your mindset is. And like, if you really have a mindset that you can do it and you can get the energy um, in other ways, it's even, I think, written in the Bible that like when Jesus was fasting, he's like, yeah, I don't really actually really need food because I'm, I don't know how he said it exactly, but something like, I'm just, you know, uh, my father, father's energy is just filling up or whatever he said that right so um yeah having said that it's just for me interesting to talk about these things because uh yeah listen to your intuition and my intuition said you don't need to eat you can just meditate and you're just gonna function fine you know just yeah pretty interesting yeah that's so cool like i think i'm very open-minded and like i've heard so many different stories and like it's possible right but i, I think it comes down to like again what do you want to do what are your goals what are your intentions for example if you're pregnant i wouldn't say starve yourself. i wouldn't say don't eat you know what i mean like you're growing yeah. up and so like, you're like oh well she said this so i'm just gonna starve like no 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 it's like what works for you and like what are your goals what are you creating for yourself like some people who want to tap deeper into the spiritual realms and they're like yeah i don't need you right now and like that works for them now pardon me like of course this is based off of what i believe and like your beliefs are really important and that that's what shapes your reality and so it's like for me i'm like well like is that is she getting optimal like whoever's not eating for three years like okay are they getting optimal nutrients and that's like maybe they are maybe they aren't you know like we don't know but i think because i've worked with so many people that are in the fitness space the bodybuilding space the you know that space and so big part of my system is like well if you want to grow muscle if you want to lift really heavy weights if you want to win this medal and do this stuff then yeah you're gonna have to get enough protein but if you're just sitting there meditating you probably don't need that much protein. And so again, it's like, what are your goals? What are you working towards? What do you want? How do you want to feel? And we tailor everything to that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, amazing. I love it. That's why I love intuition because it will always tell us and the connection to the body. So another question that just came to my mind when you were speaking is like, you said, okay, just get in tune to your body and know what your body needs. But so many people struggle with this connection to the body, right? So do you have any advice for people that are struggling to like feel what is good and what is not for them because maybe their body is not clean enough to know straight away because i feel like for example when you fast you it's so clear to you uh, in your body what you what you should do and 
what you shouldn't eat, right? Like, because your body is just like, it's just very clear message. But when you're just eating not very healthy in everyday life or just semi-healthy, right? Semi-healthy. I think that's how you say yeah. it in English. <laughs> English is not my native <laughs> language, so you guys have to forgive me. Um, but yeah, if you just eat not very healthy, then you might not have that big of a connection to your body. So do you have any advice for people who are like, yeah, I actually don't really know what's good for me and what's not? What's not? Like, how do I develop this this connection? Yeah, I think this is such a good question. So there's two parts to this, I believe. So of course, there's how you can... Be, build that and really tune in and like get to know your body more and like build a relationship is I believe just by being present like getting into your body and doing things that help you connect to the body so movement is such a big one right breathing meditating right breath work anything that makes you present anything that makes you um be still and just like feel I find that so many of us are so go 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 there's so many distractions and you know there's social media there's this there's notifications there's oh you're working you're all the things and it's like are you taking any time and space to just sit in silence, to like turn off your phones, to get out of your head, into your body and to breathe, to move, to stretch, to just be. And like through that, you'll be able to feel and really just feel your body and feel what it's like. Right. And then there's other ways, you know, to tune in, you can, you know, do some energy work or you can do breath work or, you know, movement and dancing is one of my favorite ways to get into your body. And so, and just really feeling and even like touching yourself and doing things like just connect Thing, right deeper and so the more you do that the more you connect and ask yourself really good questions and to see how your body responds one of the easiest ways to do this is like asking yourself like oh like should I eat a burger today and see how you feel about that or should I eat some veggies and like for me it'll be like you know and part of this is like people know what they need to do but they are just either too in the habit or like just not in the place where they're willing to shift it. Like everyone knows they need to eat better. Everyone knows they need to move their body. Everyone knows they should probably meditate, right? But it's like the building the habit and the mindsets and the limiting beliefs that keep us staying in the same place. And it's like deep down, deep down we know. Because I've had clients say like, oh, I just, I just don't know what to eat. But then, then they'll say like, yeah, but I probably shouldn't be eating like burgers and fries. Like, yeah, because you, you know that at a, on a deeper level. And so- I think it's like allowing yourself to feel and tune in and like doing the things, the practices, feeling into your body, asking questions, but also just being real with yourself and knowing that you do know what you want to eat and what you need to be eating more of. And like, you just need to allow yourself to be real with yourself, you know? <laughs> mm, absolutely. You know, it's really funny when you ask like, should I eat a burger today? My body answered yes, because where I'm here, here I'm in Nosara and there is this restaurant called Love Burger and it's like a vegan and gluten-free burger and it's really, really healthy and really good and you don't feel heavy after it at all. So when you ask this question, like, should I have a burger? And I'm like, yes, Love Burger, please give me Love Burger. <laughs> See, it's I like the love best that. burger ever. It's the best burger ever. Honestly, if you guys amazing. are in, if you guys are in Nosara in Costa Rica, go to Love Burger. It's like the one of the best restaurants in the world I've ever been to. So just just wanted to to say like my body is like yes, give me this burger. So it's funny, you know, because for most of the people, the answer will be no. But actually, like I have an option to eat something really healthy and really good for my body, and my body wants it. And so you know, it's like we, we really need to listen. But I just thought it was funny that my body. Yeah. Said, 
It's <laughs> so fun. And I love that because it's like, okay, eat a burger, but what type of burger? Like, is it a homemade burger that's made healthier or is it a healthier option? Because there are healthy, healthier options, right? And so I think it's tuning into that as like a deep fried fast food burger, or it's like a really quality burger and like, hey, feeling out what one is for you. And so I love that you shared that because it can be like, you can eat burgers and still be healthy because it's about what's in the food and how it's processed and like what yeah, nutrients are in it. And so, yeah, I think it's totally great that you you want a burger. And that's not, I need to come to Costa Rica and go there. Just Oh, you should. It's so good. <laughs> they have really good gluten-free pizza as well. And yeah, mm-hmm. other stuff. It's, it's amazing. But I would yeah. love to come back to this topic of intuition for a little bit, because you are also coaching coaches. And so um, putting aside the health and the nutrition and so on, I would love to ask more about the intuition in coaching, because I believe that coaching is when we ask good questions. Like we coaches are there to really just bring out the answers from the people that are already there inside them, right? To not really put the power in our hands to change someone, coaches or healers, healers or whoever, right? It's like not in our power to change someone. We are more guiding people to bring out the power that they have within to change. And so I wanted to ask about this um, balance or like how do you uh, handle the situation where you want to just, let someone get to their own answer, but maybe you get an intuitive insight about someone and then you know, like, okay, they maybe would be better off if they did that, but then you don't really want to be direct and don't like, oh, dude, go and do this because like we coaches, I, I'm guessing most of the coaches don't really want to give advice. They just want to like get people to answer their own questions, right? Just ask question to to pull, pull it out of them in a way. So like, how do you navigate these kind of situations and how do you communicate in these situations too? Yeah, that's a great question. I think like the word coach is really like widespread and like each coach has a different way of coaching and being like I've worked with many coaches that actually don't ask you questions like they give you information and it's like I think it's depending on what you want and where you're at. I'm a mix of both personally because I do believe I have a lot of valuable information to share with people that people don't know about their body, about the nervous system, about what to eat, about movement, about, you know, intent being intentional with the everything they're doing and so like I do provide information and I think people want that right because they're asking me these questions and they want to learn more about that but then again it's like asking them questions and how they can apply the information for their specific life and their specific goals and so it's like yeah they take the information and it's like here here's what to eat or here's how to balance your hormones or things like that and it's like okay what what part of that felt good to you like what do you think you can do like okay what's coming up um how do you see yourself implementing that like okay like and uh, diving deeper into how they can make it work for them and so I do a mix of both um and I think it just really depends like my my purpose why I believe I'm here to help share information and to share my wisdom share my insights right and so when I have something to share I share it but again it's not like you must follow this and this is the only way to do it. It's like, this is what I'm feeling called to share. This is what I want to teach you, blah, blah, blah. And you can take it or leave it. I say that all the time, like take it or leave it. If it feels good to you, try it on for size, do it, implement it in your life. If it works, amazing. If it doesn't work, amazing. And then we can find out what does work for you. And so for me, it's like a dance between the two. It's never just like a someone like, what should I eat? I'm like, 
what you like. I'm not, I, I do help them. I give them information, but then we kind of work through the questions after they get the knowledge. And so some coaches are totally only asking questions. Some coaches are only giving information. Some are both and like, they're all great. And it's also knowing what type of coach you want to work with and also communicating that with your coach. Like I'm very much into open communication. Like if you want me to ask you more questions, if you want less information, cool, let's do that. If you want more information, let's do that. And that will also look different depending on where you're at in your journey as well. So, mm, yeah, I feel like information that's cool to me as well because then you can, it's information is more like it's not your own perspective, it's more like the facts, right? But what I meant is like your own your own perspective or your own insight like that's where where because i know that some coaches just don't really vibe with like telling people what to do right but of course everyone has their own choice to follow what you say or not follow what you say but i feel like for me personally like i i like getting intuitive hits and just communicate it in a way that um it's like you know i'm i'm just communicating i have this insight like is 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 it okay if I share this with you? That's just what came up to for me and um, about you. And are you happy to to hear it or not? And it might be, you know, might be resonating, might be not, but I just would like to share what, what came. And I feel like in, if we preframe it in a good way, then no one will take it in a way that you're like imposing someone or, or something or someone or trying to get them to do something that they don't want to do, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. I love that. That's what I say too. Like if there's something I really want to share or if it's like, depending if it's a friend even, I'm like, hey, like I just had this, I want to share this. Like, is it okay if I share my thoughts, my insights? And like, they're like, yes. Or they're like, no, I'm like, cool. Like, and again, like every time I share anything, I'm like, like, this is not in, like set in stone, like take it or leave it. But I just really felt called to share this with you. And if it resonates, amazing. If it doesn't, disregard it. And I literally say that all the time. And so, yeah, it's like asking for permission to share and saying like, hey, take what you like, leave what you don't. And they'll, they'll, they'll extract things. But I think sharing value and like asking if you can share, everyone I've ever asked is like, oh my God, yes, please. You know? And so people are really open to learning and to growing and to, yeah, getting different types of perspectives to improve their life. Mm -hmm. amazing and so speaking of this topic of intuition because i just love this topic so much so i would like to dive deeper into it with you um you're coaching coaches so do you also teach how to be an intuitive coach like how to actually um combine your knowledge and your wisdom with the intuition and and if yes then what kind of practices or uh, tips would you have for for coaches to develop their intuition and actually like be more yeah just have a broader perspective on what the client is going through and being able to combine what they know like wisdom and intellectual knowledge with the intuitive hits and their intuitive side as well mm, i love that i love that so i mostly help people tap deeper into their intuition and so we do that through a couple ways and really it's about feeling the body and like i said earlier like responding to what the body is telling you now one of the best ways that i have learned how to do this and then that i share with people if they want to try it they can is actually something called um behavioral kinesiology or also there's a book called the emotion code that's based on behavioral kinesiology have you heard of it yeah, yeah. and so it's just like muscle testing right and it's tuning into your subconscious mind and asking it certain questions and feeling the response your body gives to it. And the more you can tune into that response and how that feels, the more you can take that into your day-to-day, -day, into your business, into your coaching, into your eating, whatever it is. And so it's like you ask yourself a question, usually it's a yes or no question, and then your body will 
either lean forward for a yes or like there's different ways to test it. I like the leaning forward method. It's just like the most clear for me um, for starters as you get more into your intuition. But yeah, you lean forward for yes, you lean back for no. And then you're like, okay, you just ask yourself a certain questions and yes, no, yes, no. And a part of this, I'm also starting to weave in human design into my coaching as well. Human design has helped me a lot, a lot as a human, as really understanding my energy, understanding my type, understanding how I'm meant to respond, how I'm meant to be, how I'm meant to live. And I really believe it can help people give clarity to like what they're meant to be doing and like their design and their energy type and how they're meant to, you know, navigate the world. And it's been really powerful for me. So yeah, a lot of people to tune into like their design and also like ask themselves certain questions and then be like, okay, well, like for example, even their business, like, okay, should I be doing this? Like, this doesn't really feel good to me. Like, ah, what lights me up? Like what feels better on my, on the body? Like, okay, how do I feel about this? And really just learning how the body navigates and responds to everything you're doing in life. And it's really cool. Eventually you'll learn that your body's always communicating with you always. And you can always get responses about everything you're doing. And so that's why I really want to help people tap into so they can feel really good as they're building a business without burning themselves out while taking care of their health and their well-being and just becoming, and I like this, so what I say is becoming the most lit up version of themselves, like, and like lighting themselves up by tuning into the things that are for them. Right. Mm, absolutely. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I actually um, was about to run a soon a muscle testing masterclass, a free muscle testing masterclass, because I feel like it's such a great skill to to know. So if you any, any of you guys are interested, just text me on the connection at gmail.com. Because yeah. uh, it's like really, really great to communicate with your subconscious mind and also to discover the beliefs that are holding you back, right? Because that's the, that's the thing. Like if we have a mindset, then we can achieve great things. And you're a mindset coach as well. So you you, you probably know that by changing mindset, changing beliefs and discovering also the beliefs that are holding us back, it's quite powerful because then we have awareness of what still needs to change for us to go to the next level in our business, in our life, in our relationships, whatever it is that you want to change, right? So that's really, really uh, powerful. And also also for me, for uh, my method and uh, my master manifestation method and also like other methods that I'm using, I'm using muscle testing all the time because I feel like it's a very clear message, but um, there is a disclaimer as well because you need to really practice it i feel like you really need to be in tune with your body to do it correctly because some people just don't feel it much or just don't do it very correctly and for me when i learned it first time it took me like a month to really find my own way of doing it and i've tried a few mm -hmm. and only then i was like sure of it like a hundred percent sure that the answer is is right and i feel like there is a lot of things that we can um, keep in mind when it comes to muscle testing but yeah emotion code is a nice uh, nice start i guess uh, the book yeah I've read it and i've done i do emotional code uh, sometimes as well on myself and and on my clients so it's it's a really great recommendation so thank you for for mentioning this and so do you feel like the intuition is actually linked to our body response because i feel like our body is also very much about our instinct our subconscious mind our program right but then intuition is like it's like something in our super conscious mind our um yes yeah, just another level layer of mind in a way so how do you see the link between these mm -hmm. both yeah that's a really good question i think i never thought about that actually i think like Hmm, for me, how I view intuition, it's like, it's both for me. And maybe there is a different like concept of this I haven't come across yet, potentially. But like, for me, it's like, okay, my intuition is telling me to do certain things. I feel called to do certain things. And then like, also it's how my body, I feel like it's how my body feels. Like, it feels 
different. Like, for example, when I think about a certain thing, it's like, oh, okay, my body feels like this. And it's like, I think your body, how your body feels can be an extension of your intuition, but your intuition is also like you being connected to higher powers or your source or whatever energy that's like giving you intuitive downloads and hits. And then how it comes through, this is how I interpret it, um, is that and then it comes through a feeling in the body right and so it's like okay got intuitive hit to create this master class oh my gosh my body feels good about it it's like cool and like that's how I process it and again maybe there's another way to go about this but yeah that's what I feel so it's like kind of two parts but it gets expressed through a feeling in the body so after you get that download the intuitive hit Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that as well, because like, I feel like our emotions is our guidance system, whether we are in alignment with our soul or not, uh, whether mm -hmm. we are lit up, as you said, or not. But also I feel like the intuitive hits can come in like a knowing or like a vision or something that we just receive as information. So that's also a, a good way to know that, okay, we can get intuitive hits in all kinds of ways, really, all mm -hmm. kinds of different, uh, and some people hear stuff, some people uh, yeah. even taste stuff, you can even taste something, right, which is uh, quite crazy, but some people do, and so you can get these insights in many, many different ways, but that's, yeah, that's really cool, thank you so much for, for sharing that, and so I also wanted to ask um, you about the, maybe like just one of the last questions about the tips for coaches from your perspective um, based on like the blocks that you see that coaches have mostly because you've probably worked with many, many coaches. And I feel like there's probably a pattern that is like reoccurring or most coaches maybe struggle with this or that. So I would love to know um, if you have any insights about what could be the block um, for any coach out there. Maybe people would resonate with it and then they will, they will be able to work on it. And also if you see any blocks, if you see any limiting patterns or things like that, then how do you go about changing them? How would you coach someone to, to change them? Yeah. Wow. That's great. Um, yeah, I see. I mean, I think a lot of us have similar blocks and like similar general themes of things that are limiting us or stopping us. One of the biggest ones I see, especially when it comes to coaches, when they take care of their health at first, it's like they just keep telling themselves they don't have enough time to work out, to eat healthy, to meditate, to whatever it is that you want to do when it comes to taking care of your body. And it's like the narrative, like, oh, I'm just so busy. I have so many things to do. Like, oh, am I building a business? Like I got clients and I just don't have time. Like I don't have time to go to the gym and work out and get all. And it's just like this narrative. And it's like the biggest thing I see is like, I do like an energy audit or like a time audit with my people. It's like, okay, let's look at what we're doing in the day. And Another limiting belief is that it needs to take a lot of time to go to the gym, to work out, to exercise, to make healthy food. And being healthy is so time consuming, which is a, is a limiting belief because it doesn't have to be, but it is if you believe it is, right? And so it's like, okay, it takes so much time to go to the gym, let's say. And it's like, but you spend two hours a day scrolling TikTok. You spend an hour overthinking your caption. You spend this time, you know, and it's like, okay, what are we actually doing in our day? What is helping us get towards a goal? How can we be more efficient, more productive, more focused? And as you work on your health, so I'm letting them understand, like, if you worked on your well-being and optimizing your brain, and like being in a focused state you would be saving time and it would spend less time doing the content and looking for ideas and spend less time scrolling tiktok that creates more time and then you can go work out and go eat healthy but then like you're working out doesn't have to be an hour and this is where it comes in it's like yes you need to move your body but what does that look like for you like for me i dance 
that's how I move most of the time. I go to the gym too, but I dance more often than not. And it's like, can you dance for 20 minutes? Can you do yoga for 20 minutes? Can you go for a 20 minute walk? Like it doesn't have to be at the gym, lifting weights and like spending an hour grueling, like doing all this crazy stuff. Like it doesn't have to be, of course, if you want to, you can, but it's like letting yourself have a greater open mind about what the possibilities are for you to get movement in. And I think a bit, another limiting belief is like, people think it has to be a certain way in order for it to be okay for them to do or acceptable, like not only in their health and their well-being, but in their business as well. It's like, oh, but like, I have to do group coaching or one-on-one coaching in this way, or like, I have to post the masterclass or and I believe this mindset goes in all areas of life. It's like, no, you don't have to. What do you want to do? It's the one thing I always ask, like, what do you want to do? What feels good for you? What is something that feels easy? What's more flowy for you to do, right? And it's like, okay, I want to dance. Oh, actually, I want to host a voice-only telegram group or whatever it is. You're like, yeah, that feels good to me. That excites me. Like, And it's like, you get to create my biggest narrative. You get to create whatever you want to create in your life. Like if you want to get healthy dancing, you can. If you want to only do one-on-one coaching, you can. Like there is no rules and you get to make your own rules. And so it's the limiting beliefs that put them in the box of the things that they think they need to be doing and how it should look like. And then breaking those for them. And so it's like allowing them and giving them examples and evidence. There's lots of different ways to go about this, but like how I work through this is like, breaking limiting beliefs by taking them through a series of exercises, by breaking limiting beliefs, but also like rewind a subconscious mind around these beliefs. And so different things like meditations, hypnosis, visualizations, um, you know, affirmations, and just like also body work, right? One thing I've started to do recently is like affirm things through movement. And so like we will move and also affirm. It's like, we'll move our body. We'll have like a little dance, or like shake it out. And then we'll affirm and say things out loud. And so it's like a combination of like saying it, but also moving through it. And so that's lots of ways to do it, but it's like, what do you want to believe and how can we anchor that in and then build the belief system and then take action to reinforce those beliefs or get yourself around people that are doing these things to reinforce those beliefs and then just keep doing it and then really shifting those beliefs so you can create that life that you know you can have but you just keep telling yourself you can't and so those are some of the things that i would lean towards there beautiful thank you so much for sharing yeah i love changing beliefs i'm myself a belief changer for people and helping them moving through it so to me it's such a broad and such an important topic to talk about and i feel like we just scratched the surface and but yeah our time is almost over here so i have one little question to you uh, just to ask where would people see the most of your content if they would like to follow they would like to see more of what you have to offer what's the best way to find you yeah, I love that. My most active would be probably Instagram. So go to my Instagram. <clears throat> it's at PearlCC. And I'm sure you'll link it in the, in the podcast notes. But I also have a podcast. I also have a YouTube channel. I also am on TikTok. But if you just want to get into my world, Instagram me, DM me or follow me. And then you'll learn more about all the things that I'm doing. And yeah, I've been so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful for you as well. I feel like we really talk about the important topics that need questioning nowadays. So I'm super grateful for your time and energy and everything that you shared with us. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Send you so much love.